Welcome to the Art of Unraveling podcast. My name is Erin McGuire, and I am an empowerment coach and guide here to empower you into feeling completely worthy of a business and life that you love. This podcast is the place to learn how to unravel anything keeping you from that abundant, beautiful life that you so deserve. Nothing is off limits here as we navigate life through psychology, science, and spirit. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to The Art of Unraveling. This week's episode is a personal story of mine that came up recently. I mean, it's been coming up for a while now, but it's, I believe, in the process of being healed. And well, it all is, right? If it's becoming, if it's more and more in our awareness, then it's it's being healed. That's why it's there. And we always get a choice with whatever comes up for us, you know, to lean into it, to lean into the fear, to lean into the discomfort, to lean into the painful thoughts, feelings, sensations, or to run. And by run, I mean turning to a coping mechanism like alcohol or drugs or smoking or mindless scrolling on Facebook or Instagram or completely zoned out to Netflix or whatever your drug of choice is, right? So there's always a choice. But what's coming up for me um, that brought me back to this story from my past was that, so in the business that I am in, obviously I am a coach, I'm a healer, and my mode of putting my work out into the world a lot of times is through social media, through this podcast, through my YouTube channel, through my different social media channels. And that requires a level of being comfortable putting yourself out there, being okay with any type of criticism you might receive, because if your work is out in the world, there's always going to be critics. It's like any kind of art. But what I've started to notice that is also a part of my job, right, is putting out how to work with me. And so what I've started to notice is that anytime I create a new program and I go to put that out into the world, there's this huge level of anxiety that comes with it. And some might be like, well, that's normal. You know, you're doing something new. You're creating it. You don't know who's going to show up for it. Sure, there. I can see how it would be normal to have a certain level of anxiety to do anything new, right? Anything that's going to require a different set of skills or a different mindset than we previously had is going to bring some sort of discomfort. But for me, it's more, it puts me into an activated state. And when I say activated state, I just mean anxious. I mean on edge. I mean overthinking things, just kind of like a hamster in a wheel, like I've got to get all these things done. And like all what I've noticed this particular time, now that I'm launching my new nervous system reset program, is it's triggering all this old stuff of kind of how I used to be, right? Which I have been actively working on shifting, which is that putting pressure on myself getting overwhelmed, trying to do too many things. And so I kind of sat with that this morning. And like I said, there's been some times that this particular 
instance from my past has come up, but I wanted to share it because I know a lot of people have dealt with this and I hope that my story again can help you find some peace in your own story and find ways to move through this kind of stuff, these painful things from our past that get lodged in our bodies, by the way. It gets lodged in our bodies. Trauma gets stored in the body. And this is why it leads to autoimmune disorders, chronic issues like chronic fatigue, chronic pain, all the things I've been struggling with, thyroid issues, hormonal imbalances, and so forth. And so I sat with that this morning, this thought of like, why am I kind of in this activated state? What's going on here? What is, what's my body trying to tell me? Because from what I've been studying, when we're activated like that, it's our fight or flight that has been turned on. So from my knowledge now, I know that these symptoms that I'm experiencing are my nervous system trying to protect me because it's sensing some sort of threat. So you might think, well, what is the threat of launching a new program, Erin? That doesn't seem threatening, right? And it doesn't. But just wait till I tell you this story, and then you'll know. So we're going to go back all the way to seventh grade, maybe back a little bit further to sixth grade. So when I was in sixth grade, my mom met my stepdad. And I don't know exactly when they met, but somewhere in sixth grade, the summer of sixth grade, we moved in with him. So he lived about 30 minutes from where we were currently living in a different town with a different school system. So I got uprooted from living in the city to living out on the farm, completely secluded from people, and got put into the school system when school started with a bunch of kids that had gone to school together since they were in kindergarten. So they all knew each other. They were all comfortable with each other. And then here comes the new kid. And I was very skinny. Like, it was like I got taken to the doctor when I was a kid because they were like, I, my, one of my babysitters told my mom that she thought I had a tapeworm because I ate a ton of fried chicken once. And I like, I'm like, I was a stick. I was a teeny tiny little thing. And apparently I ate a ton of fried chicken. And so my, my mom took me, this is a total side note here. My mom took me to the doctor and he's just like, she has a really high metabolism. So I have a really high metabolism and, you know, I, I'm very limmy. Like I have very long arms, very long legs. And imagine that on a no curved little seventh grade girl, just limbs, skinny little stick limbs and a tiny little body. So I, you know, my body's maybe just a little disproportionate. So because I was this new kid and I looked awkward, seventh grade is just awkward anyway. Who looks normal in seventh grade? But because of that, I got bullied a lot by boys. It was never any of the girls that picked on me. I never experienced like mean girl syndrome. In fact, like the girls were fine to me, but it was the boys that really picked on me. And they would tuck their hands under their armpits, flap their arms like you're mimicking a chicken and balk at me as I walked down the hallway. And that was excruciating. Here I was, this little thing in a brand new school with brand new people. I didn't know a single person. And I was getting 
picked on every single day, what felt like every single day. And it was kind of torturous, you know, not even kind of like at that point in my life, like it just, it was really, really hard. And I remember I would come home, I'd go up to my bedroom, I'd close the door and I'd turn on Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill. Those of you that know that album. And I would just lay in my bed and often cry because it was just torturous. Like I hated going to school and I'm somebody who loves to learn. So that was very unusual for me. Uh, Eighth grade wasn't much better. And ninth grade, I was still getting made fun of. It wasn't until I started doing really well in track and cross country that the, the picking on me, making fun of me stopped because at my school in those days, if you were good at a sport, you were popular. So what I wanted, the reason I'm sharing this story with you is that was trauma. So like maybe you listen to this podcast, like maybe you're like one of the people that was just in one of my workshops and she's like, I didn't have childhood trauma that I remember. Uh, And, you know, we were kind of talking about other ways trauma happens and you may have not had trauma with your parents, right? Maybe you had a great childhood, but maybe you were bullied in school. And bullying is traumatic because for anybody, especially at that, those younger ages, especially like seventh grade, fifth, sixth, seventh grade, we're trying desperately to fit in. We're trying desperately to figure out who we are. And so to get picked on at that time wires your nervous system but really anytime, but it wires your nervous system and your brain to be on alert for threat. So to, to not make yourself a target, to not stand out in any way. So even though I was getting picked on all the time, by the time I got to high school, I remember I was wearing like medium-sized clothes because I wanted to hide. It made me hate my body and be disgusted with myself. And because it was like, it was the reason I was getting picked on. My body was the reason I was getting picked on and there wasn't anything I could do about it because I already ate like a ton and that wasn't helping. Um, So, you know, I went back when I was in college, I remember going back home and I opened up my closet and I saw all these medium sized clothes in there. And I thought to myself, what the heck? I'm not, I'm not like, I was not a medium at that time. I was like an extra small. And I just thought, why did I do that? And then I, so just unconsciously, I was doing things to try to protect myself. But my, my nervous system and my brain wired me to be on this alert for anything that would make me stand out, anything that would be bold or different, or, you know, don't dress different, don't look different, blend in, like literally blend in as much as possible, hide. Like I was trying to hide in those medium-sized clothes. So it was sending me these signals, right? Blend in, stay safe, hide, don't stand out. And it brought up, like it activated because it activated great pain. So that's what my body was trying to protect me from. My nervous system was trying to protect me from feeling this great pain of being disliked, of being rejected, of being kind of kicked out of the tribe, right? Out of the school. I wasn't kicked out of the school, but I wasn't fitting in because I looked different. So this this conditioning, what we would say then from a psychological standpoint is that that I was conditioned 
in such a way that I I needed to stay small. I needed to protect myself. I needed to hide. I needed to blend in to stay safe. So how does that translate to today, right? If you go back to the beginning and I talked about anytime I launch a new program or product or service, my nervous system kind of freaks out. And now I'm super aware of it. So I'm like, so today, again, I woke up and I'm like, okay, it's been a few days. I'm not sleeping well. My right eye is twitching like crazy. It's doing it right now on cue. I am like in a bit of an overwhelmed state, which is an old pattern of mine. I'm in like, oh my God, I have so many things to do. And I, you know, and I'm like writing everything down and I'm moving a mile a minute. And so I'm activated. I'm anxious. There's a bit of panic there. And so this morning I sat with that and this memory from seventh grade came up of it being picked on. So whenever I go to put myself out there in a new way, now granted, some of you might be like, dang, Erin, you put yourself out there a lot, right? Like I, right now I'm talking to you about being bullied in seventh grade. I've shared myself crying online. I've shared so many different things, but it's, it's um, for me right now, it's almost like when it's something new, but my brain also tells me there's certain things I want to share that are maybe a bit more edgy, maybe a bit more like I'm going to turn some people off if I say this that I haven't yet shared because my brain tells me it's not safe to do that. So similarly, when I launch something new, it's almost like it sets me up for my nervous system to go, whoa, 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 wait, are we sure we're doing this? Because this is feeling like too much. And, you know, like, what if, what if nobody signs up? What if you get picked on? You're putting a target on your back. You're saying that you can teach this. I don't even know. Like, there's not a lot of thoughts that go with it, but I'm just kind of putting thoughts to the energy. And I just want to share that with you because I want you to maybe connect something that you do that you notice you get really anxious around and to maybe just start looking at what that is, where that comes from. Are there any memories from childhood that are connected to it? And then in an upcoming episode, I'm going to give you some ideas of some ways to move through this, to move through activation. But one thing I will say, share that I did, but so it's, I'm sure I've said this before, but looking at, look at what things calm you down. So a really simple one to do is to just place your hand on your, on your chest and just kind of rub your chest and you can close your eyes and you, then you can connect your breath to that. So you can inhale to a count of four, hold for a count of four, exhale for a count of four and hold the breath out for a count of four. And that'll help calm the nervous system back down. So that is just some of the things I did today. I also took the morning off. I went on a hike. Really, I haven't done much work today at all because I'm starting to realize, like, I've got to give myself a buffer for these triggering times. Now, I know I'm in a lucky place to be able to do that with my business, but you can do that too. You can find pockets of time, like maybe at night, you always, you know, do all the things to get the kids ready and you can ask your parents to watch your kids or your friend while you go like get a massage or take a long bath. You know, there's a lot of different ways to work around it. But anyway, this morning 
I took a really long walk in nature. I sat and I did a little, my little energy routine out in nature. I rubbed my chest. I squeezed my arms. I did some breathing. Earlier in the morning, I did a somatic practice. I went and got groceries and took my time. I, came, I got a foot massage. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. That was like the best part. I got a foot massage for like 30 minutes at the little Chinese foot place here in town. Oh my gosh. So, and then I got home, put the groceries away, cleaned up a little bit, and now I'm recording this podcast. And I have to go teach a workshop tonight. So that was kind of the thing too. It's like, I have a workshop tonight. I'm teaching all day on Saturday. And I was still gonna try to like film videos right for this, do that, and all this stuff for the nervous system reset. And it's like, dude, my body was telling me, dude, don't put us under pressure. We don't like that. Like you're putting a lot of pressure on us and we're not having it. So this is about listening to your body. It's about compassion for yourself. It's about loving yourself enough to listen to yourself And it's about doing things not because you think you should. Now, granted, we can't always do everything that we want. I vacuumed today. I did some dishes. I didn't really want to do those things. But in a way, I did because I feel better when my house is organized and tidy. So I'm but I'm really mindful lately. Am I doing things because I think I should because I'm putting pressure on myself, for instance, like I was this week? Like, I, oh my gosh, I only have these few days to film. So I've got to get as much done this week as I can. And, da, 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 and I was like freaking myself out. So I just want you to play with that information this week. See where it goes. I'd love to hear how it lands for you. Let me know. And if you are interested in my nervous system reset, which is currently still getting created, but open for enrollment, message me at the sensitive CEO at gmail.com. You can send me a message on Facebook, Instagram, at Pure Light Healing, uh, or just go check out my website, purelightwellness.com, and there is a link to the program on my homepage. So I hope this was helpful for you today, and I hope that uh, if this resonated with you, if you were bullied as a child, as a young adult, that you work with that. You work with that because that that trauma probably is still living within you. One thing I forgot to say is when I was doing the somatic work to release it today, I found that I was holding the energy of it in my left hip and in my left side of my neck, which the left side of my neck is where I often hold a lot of tension. So that was interesting. All right. That's all for now. Thank you for being here. I hope you will join me again next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to connect with me more, you can find my website, my services, and my social media links all in the description of this episode. Remember, you are a beautiful and divine and powerful being, and it's time to own it.